All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It is 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, we had a pretty wild time in Washington last night. Hope you all watched the Congressional Town Hall and got a lot out of it. Let me just say, I'm about to give you a news summary. And I just, I, I just want to take this snapshot of this moment and really just... I'm hoping you will let it sink in, in terms of what what these times are that we are living in, and how perilous it is. And I want you to ask yourself, how different would things be if we had an American president that knew that today was Thursday? How different would things be at our border? How different would things be with energy? How different would things be with law and order? How different would things be if the world, especially hostile regimes, and our enemies, how would they be acting and responding to a strong president? Now, when you start with, for example, the war on Israel, and I think everybody needs to understand this, because I am really furious, to be honest, with the Biden administration and what they are now, they are trying to do what I knew they would do. They're doing exactly what I was telling you was going on behind closed doors, because my sources have been telling me now for some time that Joe Biden is saying one thing publicly as it relates to Israel, but on the other side of his mouth, he's telling them something very differently. And he sounds supportive uh, on the one hand, but in real life, Joe Biden is anything but being supportive. And, uh, oh, by the way, I do have this announcement. Your vice president, Kamala Harris, has announced the national strategy to combat Islamophobia in the wake of the rise of anti-Semitism. I have not read, and I read so many, so much every day. I mean, the, the, the consumption level of information I take in on any given day is hours and hours. It is voluminous. Imagine reading a textbook or two a day. That's, that's what it takes to do this job, at least what it takes me to do this job and, and do it to the best of my ability. I think it takes that. And this, this is so infuriating to me that I can't even believe that this is now the Biden administration because they're now they now want to pause in this conflict with Hamas and Israel. Israel is only getting going. They're only beginning to fight back. And the idea that Joe Biden and the Biden administration would in any way want to pressure the Israelis not to defend their homeland and to put a pause in in this war that has not even really gotten started, it really should shock the conscience. How stupid is this person, our president, your president, to not understand that Israel's very existence is now being threatened right right before our very eyes here. Iran and their nuclear envoy is threatening Israel with annihilation. You have the top Hamas official saying that they're going to repeat October 7th and the terrorist attacks until Israel is annihilated. That's what they're saying publicly that they are going to do. And and yet Joe Biden, you know, it's it's insane. Biden says that the IDF should put its Hamas counterattack on hold. No, they should not. They should eliminate the threat that is Hamas in the south. And Hamas has been firing hundreds of thousands of rockets into Israel. It's been going on forever. They should be destroying this network of terror tunnels, some 300 miles of it. They should be destroying Hezbollah in the north. They should, at the end of this, 
it, it, it's got to end this way that neither Gaza or anybody in Lebanon and Hezbollah or the Hamas in Gaza should ever be able to fire another rocket into Israel ever again. It's got to end with every one of the, the network of terror tunnels destroyed forever. And for Biden to come in and try to undermine Israel in the middle of its war is, is to me, it's, it's unbelievable. And then Joe even took it a little further. Joe's now telling Netanyahu, according to reports leaked to Politico, that, oh, it looks like Netanyahu's days are over. So he's trying to use the terror attack to make a political play to get rid of neither Biden nor Obama ever like Bibi Netanyahu because Bibi makes them look stupid because they are stupid. Bibi has moral clarity. Bibi understands the nature of evil. This is the same Bibi Netanyahu that stood with us after 9-11-01. And for Joe Biden to say this as he's now leading his country into a multi-front war, I mean, it's beyond repulsive. To me and to everybody else, they want to undermine Bibi as he's now put together a coalition, you know, government just for the purposes of uniting to defend the, the state of Israel, because it is their very country that is hanging in the balance here. And yet we have a Biden administration employee, you know, of the State Department. And then, of course, the Department of Homeland Security. This became very clear with Josh Hawley yesterday. Senator Grassley now calling on a, the State Department to terminate an anti-Semite employee there that has an inflammatory blog. And, and I think you know, Senator Grassley is right. Blog is called Blood and Faith. And he used uh, this in tandem with a podcast advancing views that the Jews are the enemy. Why are these virulent anti-Semites working in the Biden administration? And why, when we find them, don't they fire them? You know, and then, of course, Anthony Blinken is out there say, speaking the obvious, saying that they can't guarantee that any humanitarian aid. Remember, Joe Biden wants to give 100000 I'm sorry, $100 million to the Palestinians. It's never going to get to the Palestinians. Where do you think the money for the network of terror tunnels came from? It came from humanitarian assistance money meant for the people in Gaza, the Palestinian people, that was used instead to build out a network of 300 miles of sophisticated and expensive tunnels and to buy the rockets, the hundreds of thousands of them, that they keep firing into Israel. And you don't have to be a brain surgeon uh, to figure out where the money's going to go if, in fact, Joe Biden gives them aid. Muslim leaders now threaten to abandon Joe Biden, by the way, just hours after Biden abandoned Israel. You know, where did this statement... Oh, for the first time ever, uh, we are launching launching an, an, uh, a national strategy to combat Islamophobia. Now, if there was rampant Islamophobia out there, I would condemn it. You know, there are people that that are peaceful and the, the of the Islamic faith. When I talk about radical Islamists, I'm talking about those that buy into the radicalism of jihad and holy war and antifada, those that think that you get 72 virgins if you kill, you know, innocent men, women, and children in heaven. The, those are the radicals, not and, and people that speak with these broad generalizations. I've never liked people that do that. But right now, the world is experiencing the worst anti-Semitism since the 1930s. And I've never used that analogy on radio or TV. 
I've always thought people used it inappropriately. Right now is the appropriate time. After hearing the things that we have been hearing and seeing the things that we have been seeing and and watching the virulent hatred and anti-Semitism on display in our own country, our, in the halls of Congress, on our university campuses, and more broadly worldwide. But this is what they're now doing. This, this is a form of insanity. We are living through really messed up and very difficult times, and we don't have somebody in the White House that has the moral clarity to deal with the moment. This is an inflection point moment. These are consequential times. Israel winning this conflict over terrorism is in the world's best interest, because if they can defeat Israel, they're not stopping there. It's all part of the convert or die ideology advanced by the radical Islamists. That's just what we're dealing with here. And that's why when you hear Hamas officials back to the news repeating that October 7th and the terror attack against Israel is is going to continue until, quote, Israel is annihilated. They're saying it. Their charter has in it to wipe Israel off the map. They're saying it. I think it's high time that maybe the world start listening. Anthony Blinken can't guarantee that USAID to Gaza wouldn't go to Hamas. Gee, it took you how long to figure that out? Now, by the way, I give Speaker uh, Johnson a, a tip of the hat, Mike Johnson, the new speaker, and he's telling the Senate GOP that Israel money must move by itself and that, yeah, it's, it's going to cost money, but they've already spent, what, $76 billion on Ukraine. Israel's only getting $14 billion, and Joe Biden wants to give another $61 billion to Ukraine. And meanwhile, he's never demanded that Europe step up and protect their own continent and that allies in the region step up and and contribute more and on top of that joe's put handcuffs on Zelensky and the ukrainians and their ability to win the war so why are we wasting our time because they can't win a war if joe biden is putting handcuffs on them you know if you look at anti-semitism it's it's pretty much everywhere you have an obscure uh, liberal foundation behind groups organizing a wave of this pro-hamas activism um, AOC now accusing a pro-Israeli pack of being an extremist organization. I mean, it's like everything is upside down. It's like, you know, purple is blue and orange and, and orange is blue and purple. And like nobody knows right from wrong anymore. Standing up against terrorism is a no brainer. And we ought to be terminating uh, State Department employees that are anti-Semitic and Department of Homeland Security employees similarly that are anti-Semitic. Out in San Francisco, police are investigating a shop vandalized with pro-Palestinian graffiti as a hate crime. The owner happens to be Jewish. Harvard student was mobbed by pro-Palestinian demonstrators yelling shame. It's all caught on video. You know, U.S. uh, officials. Now, I read this today and I'm like, okay, U.S. officials are holding their breath because they're fearful of an Iranian cyber attack. Well, why aren't you doing anything to Iran to hold them responsible? Why isn't the world more focused on the fact that the number one state sponsor of terror was responsible for plotting and planning and scheming and providing the weaponry for this worst attack in Israeli history? And now, and what's happening in our own country? Well, look at the borders. We got another seven, 10,000 people in a caravan headed to the border. 
We have all these people coming from the Middle East, thousands of them. We have, you know, nearly 700 from Iran, uh, 700 from Syria. We have tens of thousands of Chinese nationals showing up at our southern border. You know, people from Russia, large numbers there, too. These are our top geopolitical foes. Do you think every one of those people are here just because they want a better life for themselves and their family? I don't think so. And we wouldn't know anyway because they're not doing any vetting. Why? Because Joe Biden is hell-bent on aiding and abetting law-breaking and not upholding the rule of law and upholding our Constitution. We do have updates, by the way, the Joe Biden bribery and money laundering scandal allegations. Uh, James Comer is going to be here. He'll tell you the whole story. We told you about it yesterday that Joe Biden himself got $40,000 in laundered China, uh, Chinese money from his brother in 2017. Jim Jordan announcing an inquiry into intelligence agencies over alleged obstruction of a Senate inquiry. Republicans launching the probe of a spy script casting Biden uh, allegations as disinformation. I mean, our own government is so corrupt. It is so corrupt. All right, we'll give you all the news. I mean, we got so much to get to today. I don't even know how we're going to manage to get through it all. James Comer will be on. Uh, Senator Rick Scott is checking in with us today, and we're going to talk to one of the top IDF generals. I mean, this has been a hard interview to get about the military strategy of a two-front war, and what if that two-front war with Hezbollah in the north and Lebanon and Hamas out of Gaza, and then the Houthis declaring war, the rebels in Yemen against Israel, and then Syria firing rockets into Israel, and then the threat of Erdogan and Turkey and the threat of the mullahs in Iran also similarly getting involved. You think it's an impossibility? Oh, it's a possibility. That's how bad this can all get. And it can go south really quickly. I will say this. If it does get to the point where Israel's existence is hanging in the balance, all bets are off. Prime Minister Netanyahu will do whatever is necessary. They say never again. This is now never again. He will do what is necessary to protect his state and his country. And wouldn't you want an American president to do the same thing if this was happening to us? Look, I've been telling you about Pure Talk. Number one, they use the same cell towers, the same 5G network as the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. You get the same exact service, and the average family saves close to 1000 bucks a year. Now, Pure Talk is also a veteran-owned company, and they want to give back. And what they've been doing is for every new person that makes the switch for the same service, you get the same exact service, average family saving close to $1,000. They're taking a portion of your sign-up money, and they're giving it to pay down veterans' debt when they come back from war and they have to deal with a tight job market and Biden's inflation and, and the high pro- prices of everything. Anyway, so far, with two weeks to go, they're 74% of their goal, which is $10 million. So you're going to sacrifice nothing. You sign up. You get the same exact service you save close to a thousand bucks a year and you're helping our military all at the same time it's that good anyway by the way at pure talk right now for 20 bucks a month they give you unlimited talk unlimited text 50 percent more data than even a month ago and mobile hotspot and all you have to do is make the switch it's simple fast and easy dial pound 250 say the keyword save now to make the switch pound 250 keyword save now from our friends at pure talk